Okay, and we are back. Shark Tank Dynasty Pod. It's the real Cali Cheese and fully loaded. Former champ in the the current champ. That's correct. This is the championship pod. The one place to be with real Cali Cheese. Now we're going to get down to business. And uh, let's talk about, you know, some of these good value players that we got uh, around the league. Me yeah, we're going we're gonna to go into every team in the NFL today. Every team. We're talking about some values. Who's 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 the undervalued fantasy players on these teams? Which guys can outperform their ADP? Before we do that, let's talk about let's talk about the tank. Let, let's look at some of these moves. Who's making moves in the tank this week? Yeah. What we got? Take a look at these recent transactions. You know, we uh, we always like to take a little quick dive into the recent transaction list. Let everybody know that's listening. What's happening in our league? And at the top of the list here, we got. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick. Our guy Pickle Rick changing his team name to Pickle Rick and Yo Team, and uh, he picked up Paul Richardson, who he I guess likes according to the chat. Oh, I didn't even see him say anything about him. He what? said it's good to get him back for the free, for the free. Okay. Free ninety nine. Yeah, how you feel about Paul Richardson this year? You think he's going to start the season? Oh, man. That's a, that's a really good question if he's <clears throat> going to start the season. I, I don't think so. I think he's going to lose his uh, his position in training camp to the rookies. Okay, it'll be an interesting uh, receiving corp over there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of buzz coming out uh, from camp today. Trey Quinn already got a hold of the slot role and uh, some people in the Redskins camp expect him to be the leading receiver this year so it's a possibility I mean that that receiving corp is wide open mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're just gonna have to wait to camp see what happens who we got for the next move okay yeah so we're gonna have to wait till camp to see what happens with that one and now we got right no everybody knows Got one tail, four feet, twelve toes, Mr. Rhino. Look what grows. Two big horns on the tip of your nose. Yeah, we got rhinos <laughs> with the the back-to-back moves. Yeah, it looks like he uh, he decided to go flip-flop on what he uh, the transaction he made before. He had dropped Ty Johnson, running back, Lions, potential handcuff for carry-on Johnson. And he picked up Albert Wilson, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, former Kansas City Chief burner. And it looks like a few hours later, one day and a few hours later, he decided to get Ty Johnson back. Had to spend a little fab money to get him back. Three dollars make you hollers. Had to reach into the pockets over there. (laughs) Had to reach into the pockets like he's buying some swishers. Yeah. (laughs) Real quick. A little three-pack. A little (laughs) three-pack. He had to go get it back. Get back the three-pack. Ty Johnson. Back on the rhinos. Yeah, this next move right here. I like this one. Okay, okay. That next move you want to talk about. Last place. Yeah, yeah, we got Shark Squad over here picking up Ryan Fitzmagic. 
Well, that's the guy that dropped Paul Richardson also. <laughs> okay. Oh, so that's how Matt was able to swoop up Paul Richardson. Shout out to uh, the commish, Shark, for allowing you to do that. Yeah, picking up Fitzmagic starting QB at the moment. <sighs> Going to be Fitz tragic once he gets benched again for the 60th time. <laughs> hey, he picks up fantasy points when he plays. I'll give him that. Hey, last year he was a baller shot caller. He was on Team Fully Loaded helping me get wins early on in the season. I'm not sure if y'all remember that, but we moved on to bigger and better things. All right, and... Uh... The next move, we got the wedding man. Wedding man himself. Congratulations. On his honeymoon. Game over? No way, because we got Gamezini. Gamezini picking up Trent Taylor for the Niners. I love, love, love it. Jesse's been getting some awesome free wide receivers for the free free. And Trent Taylor was injured last year. He's coming back this year, and he's a favorite to get that slot position. Yeah, he's, he's working over there with his twin, Wes Welker. His twi- twinning. <laughs> hey, he wishes he could be just a part of Wes Welker, man. If if Wes Welker could rub off on him, man, game Zini with the cheap, the free swoop for a 49er. That's, that's not uh, common in our league. Yeah, then we have, uh, let's talk about this next guy. Oh, the next guy. A.K.A. Mr. M.I.A. The guru with a, a whole... Slew a trade or moves. Yeah. Mr. MIA, he made his presence felt on Friday, June 14th, <laughs> around 5 o'clock to be exact. Made uh, made three moves back to back to back. And, uh, Cheese, why don't you go ahead and tell us what that first move Picking was. Picking up the Atlanta defense. That's his fourth defense on the team. <laughs> hog Hogpiling the defenses. He's got yeah. a stack of de- Costco sized defenses over there. <laughs> got the value pack variety pack from Costco. We see you, Guru. Hey, honestly, I love the outlook for this Atlanta defense, getting all their star players back from injury. And uh, yeah, that wasn't a good move dropping Kelvin Benjamin. He was just taking up space on your bench. A lot of space. <laughs> yeah, uh, then uh, next move. Yeah, next move, we got Guru again, picking up Cordero, Patterson, dropping Fitz Tragic. So that's how uh, the Shark Squad was able to pick up Fitz Tragic, Fitz Magic, and uh, Guru with Cordero. I think he's on the Bears now. The Bears. Yeah, I was about to ask you what team is he playing yeah, for because yeah. I know he switched. Yep, the Patriots were like, bye, Felicia. And, and the uh, Bears, I don't <laughs> They just love those gadget players, man. They're going to be putting people in different positions and confusing the frick out of defenses. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the next move, picking up Eli. Old man Eli. Old man Eli. The last Manning left. <laughs> right, and dropping Case Keenum. So I, I guess that's how the case ends. Case closed. Yeah, do you think Case Keenum starts the season? Oh, that's a great question. I I do think he's going to start the season, but I think Haskins will 
supplant him by week four. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that uh, that YouTube video I put it in the chat. Um, Haskins over there on ESPN breaking down film. That dude looks like he knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. I believe it. He's going to get that job sooner than later. No doubt. Yeah, that offense is going to be very interesting to see how they do with very Haskins coming in. Interesting. Yes. They had, man, the whole team is a question mark. You don't know who's the quarterback. You don't know who's the starting running back. You don't know who the starting receivers are. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's just going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. So it'll be exciting to see what happens with these Washington Redskins. All right. Let's move on, man. We got all these teams to talk about. So, uh, You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheel of dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Yeah, get amped up, man. It's, it's the NFL season coming up, and uh, let's go into this NFC West. Yeah, we this... got the Cardinals, Seahawks, Niners, and Rams. Uh, who you got to win that division? Oh, man. For the winning of the division, I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Um, they look poised to make a deep run once again into the playoffs. So I'll, I'll go with the Rams. Uh, I like the Niners, too, coming in this year. The Niners got so much offensive power coming back. But let's talk about uh, the first team we got on the list here, which is the Cardinals. Cardinals. Who you got best value for the Cardinals? For the Cardinals, best value for me, I got the old man, the legend himself, Larry Fitzgerald, possibly the second best wide receiver all time. And he's going at 91 right now. That's his ADP. He's the 91st player taken off the board. And I know it wasn't attractive last season. You know, the Redskins, I mean, uh, the Cardinals offense looked terrible. And this season, it's going to look completely different. This team is poised to have big offensive numbers. It's built around big yards, air yards, and um, basically a fast-paced offense. They're, they're trying to run a lot of plays there. And I think that will bode well for Larry Legend, the target master, getting those, you know, 10, 15-yard plays, Mr. First Down. And uh, they have a lot of great wide receiver talent, but they're very young. Uh, you know, I expect Christian Kirk to take a big step this season. They got Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler. But it's going to take some time for those rookies to uh, get acclimated with this system that Cliff Kingsbury will implement. And Larry Fitzgerald, being the legend he is, he'll fit right in. Yeah, I like Larry over there and, uh, you know, all those rookie receivers. But like you said, uh, Christian Kirk, man, that, that was my guy. I went with uh, overall number 83 Wide receiver number 34 in their consensus rankings in here. In the position ranking, he's wide receiver 34. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay, Larry Fitzgerald is wide receiver 40. So these guys aren't too far apart. They're probably around apart, it looks like. Maybe 8th to ninth round. Oh, no, 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 37. Kirk is 37. Okay, and Larry is 40. So they're very close. Yeah, it's very close. Very I, like, close. I just like the upside with Kirk, you know. It's a big playability. And we'll see what they do over there with that offense. Let's move on to the next team. We got the, we got Seattle. Seattle, yes. Yeah. Seahawks. Let's let you start this time. You tell me who is your Seahawk to watch. Oh, well, uh, I like these wide receivers over here on the Seahawks. 
and they, they there's definitely some value outside of um outside of Lockett. I mean, these guys, David Moore and DK, are wide receivers 69 and 58 collectively, and um, this guy. <laughs> It's hard to like uh, rookie wide receivers usually their first year. You know, a lot of times they don't make an impact. But I feel like the position they put DK in is is great for this season to make to make a huge impact in fantasy and in the Seahawks in general. I mean, you got Russell Wilson. He's going to be running around, and he can buy time. And if you give a guy like DK uh, a huge res- target running like a 4-3 speed, just dusting defenders for the deep ball, he he's gonna do that that other deep threat with Lockett, and he could get a lot of value this year. Um, besides that, David Moore, also over there, could be uh, whoever the number two receiver comes out of the season for Seattle is just gonna be a massive value. You have wide receiver sixty nine, wide receiver fifty eight. There you go. Yeah, I like both. David Moore is a big one. He's been working with the first team offense, and he's going for free in redraft. So, I've been scooping him up in a lot of best ball lately. Uh, for me. The Seahawk that I think is being undervalued. When did the penny become worthless? <laughs> when did the penny become worthless? I mean, Rash- it felt worthless last year. Rashad Penny, ADP of 94, according to Fantasy Pros PPR rankings, and that is good for running back 33. And that's, you know... There's 32 teams in the NFL, so he's going as the number one backup according to the ADP that we're looking at, and I just think Rashad Penny is in a place to uh, for a big role increase with Mike Davis gone. That's 150 touches vacated. Chris Carson's injured already starting the season, and it just looks good for Rashad Penny going forward. So, love the value there, and uh, I just want to know when did the penny become worthless? I just want to know if you if you think they're gonna mix in like JD McKissick or uh, CJ Procise as a receiving back when they do implement a workload for Penny. I think that if they do have those guys in, they'll be more um, gadget players split out with Rashad Penny. They'll there'll be another back with them on the field, and uh, maybe McKissick or Procise. They run a lot of wide receiver routes, so maybe they split off into the slot. But I don't see them just getting uh, a lot of snaps, especially if um, Chris Carson's able to start the season. All right, let's go to the next team. We got your favorite team, the 49ers. 49ers, we don't stop, we don't stop. The Santa Clara 49ers. Yes, for the San Francisco 49ers five-time champions. <laughs> I selected track star Marquise Goodwin. Ooh, I th- I know where that guy is in the Shark Tank. He's on my team. Oh, you love it then. I you know, cheese. I I don't get the opportunity to, to give him his, his players much uh, much love here. So this will be good. Marquise Goodwin, he's still one of the fastest wide receivers in the league, if not the fastest. Planning on participating in the next Olympics, if not the fastest yes, in the league. They're doing a race. They have a race going down this offseason to determine who the fastest player in the wide uh in the NFL is and I think, you know, my money's on Marquise Goodwin, but as a wide receiver fantasy value going 151st overall. Are you freaking kidding me? And that's good for wide receiver 59, which is just insane. So he is going really late in drafts. 
Um, Jimmy G always seemed to have a good rapport with him when he was healthy and they were both on the field together. He still takes wide receiver one snaps, and it's his job until proven otherwise. You know, Debo's coming in, Jalen Hurd's coming in, both rookies. I still expect Marquise Goodwin to be out there as long as he's healthy. Oh, yeah, and on the other side of that ball, um, like you said, Jimmy G, man, QB 22 right now. I mean, last season, his ADP was QB 12 coming into the season. People were so excited about him. Talking about QB 22, a steal late in the draft. Yeah, that is awesome. That is a huge steal. Uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back, and he's poised for a big season. That injury last season, uh, he I'm sure he learned from that and won't be doing that again. All right, let me go to the NFC champs next. The NFC champs, yeah, who you got? Who's who's the biggest value from the Rams? This one's tough because a lot of their players are highly valued. So. Oh, yeah, a lot of their players are highly valued, but there's one that's been slipping a little bit since uh, – some fake news has been spreading around. Oh, and, here and we that, go. That guy, Todd Zilla. <laughs> yeah, Gurley's RB10 over here on the on the rankings. Coming in like, he's been falling to late second round. And if he you can get him late second round, early second round, and he does pit up 80% of the work he's been doing, He's still falling to a top five running back, and that's huge value. Yeah, that is excellent value. Um, it's a lot of big ifs there, but Todd Gurley, another lotto ticket. I'm sure his ADP will continue to fall until we get to you know the regular season because he's not going to be participating in a lot of this offseason stuff. So for me, I went with uh, the captain of the team, Rams quarterback, Jared Garf. Former number one pick overall from Cal. Uh, he's awesome, man. He's the captain of one of the most explosive offenses in the league. Top three. You know, I think they're the second best uh, easily. And right now he's going 97th overall. And that's good for QB 12? I'm like, are you kidding me? There's You're going to take 11 other quarterbacks in fantasy football over Jared Goff, the captain of the uh, Los Angeles Rams offense with Sean McVay. Yeah, like the highest scoring team last year. Right. Not the second highest. Exactly, next to uh, Patrick Mahomes and them. And Mahomes is going third round. And then you got this guy, Jared Goff, going way later than that. QB 12, 97th overall. Give me Jared Goff at his price. Well, I think I think it's because of the end of season last year when... Uh, the Super Bowl. Oof. No, just the end of fantasy season. Jared Goff was killing people. I remember last, uh, the end of the season, I think, I forgot who had him, but he's picked up like four or five points in a couple of those games, and that's just going to kill your ADP, and no, that's going to hurt those those owners from last season. You know why, They'll make you not want to draft him. The reason why that all happened is they weren't scared of the run game anymore. Todd Zilla was not who he was. He's not who, who they are uh, used to and accustomed to being, and what that offense really looks like when he's full speed, it, it wasn't there, so... You know, yeah, he wasn't playing. Exactly. So if Todd Zilla makes a comeback, like you're saying, expect the offense to go right back to being the you know second most high-powered offense in the league. All right. We got the next division. Next My favorite division. division, the NFC East. And we got them boys. Ooh. Hold up, hold up. We them boys. Hey. We making noise. Hold up. Hold up, hold up. Hey. Yeah, we got uh, the Cowboys, man. Um, hey, they're they're going to be nice. 
next year. That's a yeah. tough division. Now I'm looking at it. I mean, we got the Eagles. Oh, it's, it's not too tough. Just the Eagles. These these Redskins and Giants aren't making a splash this year. But we got the Eagles, and I'm not sure if we can win the division. But Carson Wentz has a lot of a lot of nice pieces. But who you have for the best value from them boys? Yeah, I mean, let's start with the question I love that you posed. Who's going to win the NFC East? Give me them boys. Um, I expect the Cowboys to be facing the Rams deep in the NFC again. And uh, for me, I, I chose the captain again, Dak Prescott, being disrespected. The man has been a top 10 fantasy quarterback each season uh, since he's come into the league. His ADP is 106, which is around ahead of Jared Goff good for quarterback 14 so he's outside of the qb ones in your standard 12 team uh redraft league and i just think that's criminal dak prescott he has no reason to be uh going down they they implemented a new offensive coordinator kellen moore i think this offense is going to be more explosive amari cooper and a whole offseason to uh get more chemistry i'm excited to watch him yeah uh, my best value for this team is uh Obviously, first of all, my favorite team. And they, what they've always done every year is had a big game in the tight end department. They, they always have Jason Witten usually being a, being a tight end one. Um, I, I think Jason wins on the team right now just to come back, just to like coach up the players. I don't even think he really gets on the field that much. And then we have behind him, we have Blake Jarwin, who had, who had a coming out playoffs last year with a game for three touchdowns and it felt like he was breaking out at the end of the year and usually whoever the Cowboys have at tight end is a tight end one so I want that guy and these guys Jason Witten and Blake Jarwin Blake Jarwin tight end number 43 Jason Witten tight end number 31 talk about a flyer at the end of the draft yeah, for sure. Those Cowboys tight ends can be very valuable. I'll be staying away from them personally, but that's them boys. Next, we got the rivals, Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl champs just a couple years ago. And uh, who you got? Who I know this is one of your most hated teams. Yeah, I'm going to go with Miles Sanders, RB number 38. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, he seemed like a pretty nice value. I mean, if... If people feel like he will be the RB1, a lot of people are talking about he's he's one of the best RBs in coming into this season outside of uh outside of Josh Jacobs and being the backup for Saquon, I mean, you learn some things. Yeah. And it, I know Doug Peterson always he always has a three back rotation, but will this be the year they have the talent to just keep one back on the field? Could be. I think uh, Jordan Howard starts that backfield, and then uh, I think Miles Sanders gets gradually more and more touches and carries, but he'll immediately be the guy for receiving work there. Yeah, so for me, I went with Jackpot. I went with another Cal, wide receiver. Jackpot, coming back to his old stomping grounds. Deshaun Jackson, cannot wait to watch him with Carson Wentz. Big arm quarterback that's not scared to throw the ball down the field. Deshaun Jackson's ADP is 116, good for wide receiver 47. So he's one of those guys that you can take a shot on 10th, 11th, 12th round. And he's he's someone in best ball I would 
love to have. Oh, I've been scooping up in best ball yes. every time. Yes, absolutely. Guys like that, boomer bust, you don't know when they're going to go off. Best ball automatically starts the best wide receiver for you, so you don't have to worry about that headache. But I think Deshaun Jackson is great value. Oh, yeah, he, he he's easily can outperform his ADP. Like I think he outperformed that last year on the Bucks. Yeah. So t- tell me about it, you know? Yeah, and he got a lot of that of uh, you know early on in the season which is awesome for fantasy you want to have that good head start so that way you're looking like a playoff lock and uh, deshaun jackson seems to be hot early all the time all right let's go to the next team we got the new york football giants new york football giants yeah these guys have been making a lot of noise this off season i'm gonna go ahead and start it off with uh some sterling silver we're going sterling shepherd i've talked about him on this show before it's my guy Got him in our other Dynasty League. I expect him to become the wide receiver one. He was paid for it. Four-year deal. His ADP is 78, wide receiver 35. So you might say, Tyler, that's not that much of a value. But I'm telling you, he can easily outperform that uh, that ADP right there, wide receiver 35. Last season, he had 800 yards, uh, almost 904 touchdowns. So I expect that to just go up with Odell Beckham out of the picture. I feel the same way with the Giants. I mean, the the value over there is the receiver position. Who's going to be the number one there? Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate. Golden Tate, also wide receiver, number 38. Um, he He's a big talent they added, acquired to put on the field. And Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, I mean, 35-38. Whoever gets the most points there it should outperform their ADP. Um, there's definitely not any value at the QB position. The running back position sewn up. You know, that's that's where you're going to find value on that team, that wide receiver position. Yep, so let's go on to the next team, Washington Trash Skins, the worst team in the league, um, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson, who we gave Matt a whole lot of shit for blowing that wad, but um, you, Matt, you did not get the best value for when you paid for Adrian Peterson. So this is for redraft. And in redraft, Adrian Peterson looks like a, a great take at, in a late round because um, he can easily start the season this season if uh, Darius Geis is still out you know, with injury. And uh, he is good for 148th ADP, which is running back 50. And the man rushed for over 1,000 yards last season. He was a complete workhorse, top 20 fantasy football asset. Um, I mean, for the price at 148 ADP, Give me Adrian Peterson and redraft all day long. Yeah, this this team is uh it's very hard to speculate who's who's actually gonna put up points on this team. But I had to go with the QB. Um, whoever the QB is there, it's gonna be like undrafted. Most likely Dwayne Haskins gonna come in. Hopefully week one, maybe week two. Hopefully starts the season. Maybe they they bench Keenum in the middle of the first game. Who knows? But he looked really nice in college and. With the whole new offense, I could see him just coming in and just like these QBs last year, breaking into the top 20 as soon as they came in, this guy would be a steal, being undrafted, being having a backup QB that can break into the top 20. All right, let's go with the next team. We're breaking divisions. We're going to a very tough division. The, you could call it the division of death. The NFC North. The Bears, Vikings, Packers, and Lions. Who you have winning the division here? 
Ooh, man, this is a really tough one because I do like those top three teams a lot. Bears, Vikings, Packers. Um, I think I'm going to roll with the Bears, taking the division once again. Another year in the Nagy system, so the offense will be better. Defense looks amazing. I'm going to roll with Chicago. Yeah, they were just one kick away from, from making a, a big move in the playoffs last yep. year. Yep. I also like the Vikings, man. It, the Vikings were plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're one year removed from the NFC North title, the the NFC Championship game, and they've just improved since then, I feel like. They got rid of Case Keenum, added Kirk Cousins. They still have beast receivers. Dalvin Cook with healthy. I really like the Vikings to, to be a top team this year. All righty. So, yeah, let's start with the Bears, the best value on the Bears team. Another tough team because a lot of these guys are valued high. That's going to be the case for uh, a majority of the teams in the NFC North. And for me... We have assembled here a most congenial group brought together by their love for a truly great beer. Right, group? Right. It's light beer from Miller. Right, group? Right. They think the best thing about it is it's less filling. It has a third less calories than their regular beer. Right, group? Right. Wrong. The best thing. <laughs> Miller's light. So we're going to go with Anthony Miller, wide receiver, Bears, seven touchdowns in his rookie season. Uh, he plays the slot position there. I love that for a wide receiver that scores a lot of touchdowns. Um, there's a lot of mismatches that happen in the slot, and that's why. His ADP, 102, wide receiver, 44. Another great value for uh, potentially a lead receiver because Allen Robinson just has not shown that he can uh, be the lead receiver for Chicago. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I don't see that offense just – Seem like they never put up too many points a game, but whoever the receiver is going to have a lot of value. They're going to put on number one receiver. I like Allen Robinson personally, but Anthony Miller is a great wide receiver. My guy over there, I got Mike Davis, running back number 56. He's going undrafted in a lot of leagues, and if he if he gets work or if injury happens to the rookie, that's a great handcuff, and that's a great guy that I feel like he's going to get work already. Well, let's Let's move on. Let's go into the next monster team from this division. Next monster team in the division, we got the Vikings, the North. And uh, I went with someone that just got paid. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it Kyle Rudolph. Uh, just got paid four-year contract extension still pretty young and the guy has been a, a solid fantasy tight end for years he's just going really late ADP 140 tight end 18 so that's out of the tight end ones and uh, if you're looking to take a nosedive on the wide I mean uh, the tight end position and you're looking for that late round a value red nose dive. a red nose dive yeah <laughs> you're going to uh, uh, want to be Looking at Kyle Rudolph, you know, ADP 140, he can you, be a starter for you. Do you think Irv Smith comes in and uh, is instantly the move tight end? And they just use Kyle Rudolph to, like, block, or they just start using two tight end sets right off the gate? That's going to be a good question. I think for tight ends, it takes a long time for them to uh, really get acclimated in the system and become fantasy productive. And I honestly, for Irv Smith, he, he could. He has the talent to come out and 
the raw talent to come out and make noise. But I think that Kyle Rudolph for this year, at least will be the alpha tight end for fantasy. And we'll see what happens next year. With yeah. I went to the running back position after they got rid of Latavius Murray, who was getting work just all season last year. We got Alexander Madison, RB 70. And if he gets any type of work, he's undrafted also in most leagues. And what a steal. If you, if you just pick up a, a undrafted running back, just it gets work. How lovely is that? All right, let's go to your team, basically. Fully <laughs> loaded team. One-fifth of your team. <laughs> the Packers. Yes. We got the Cheeseheads. And for me, I went with Marquez Valdez Scantling, MVS, who has been dubbed as the wide receiver two in Green Bay for now at least until camp starts and the competition rolls on. But And then Kumaro takes that position. That's we'll my guy. We'll see. But a lot of people do think that uh, MVS is going to come out. He was a receiver last year. He had the best rookie stats with Aaron Rodgers of any other rookie wide receiver. And uh, there's a lot of reason to like him. ADP 144 and wide receiver 55. So... MVS already looking like the wide receiver two there. That's a good value. Yeah, whoever the wide receiver two there is going to be the best value. Is it going to be Kumaro? Is it going to be MVS? Allison. I'm, yep, it could be Allison. could be EQ. Yep. I mean, all these guys are super late. But Kumaro is 106. Aaron Rodgers loves him. He hypes him up. He talks about him. He jumps down the sideline while he's catching big 70-yard touchdown plays. He... This is the, seems like the touchdown guy. There's a report coming out that they already had like two red zone plays with Kumaro in minicamp. So we'll see. I mean, we're going to wait it out, wait till preseason. Maybe, hopefully the picture becomes a little bit clearer. We'll find out. Now next, we got, we already went through the Bears. The Tigers are yet to come, but now we're going with the Lions. Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Oh my. Oh my. And for me, I went with the captain of the team, Mr. Matthew Stafford, who we just learned had multiple fractures in his back last season and played with them. So there's a reason why his arm didn't look alive like it usually did. He didn't put up the numbers you're accustomed to Matt Stafford putting up. Um, He'll be healthy this season. He's going to bounce back, and he is incredibly cheap right now. Um Right now, he is ADP 157, quarterback 23. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this guy used to be a a top 10 quarterback almost every year. Locked. And even without Calvin Johnson, he was still able to do it with, uh, you know, Golden Tate and the gang. But I expect Matthew Stafford to easily outperform quarterback 23. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I I, I took down CJ, Super Bowl back. (laughs) You know, he beasted last year all through the – till the Super Bowl – and RB56 right now, if he gets that LeGarrette Blunt roll, that's just that's a steal. Someone you can get really late that's coming in and vulturing all the t- tugs. <laughs> yeah, we need a vulture drop. <laughs> all right, next team. We got the next division, NFC South in the building. And this is another awesome division that, you know, it's a tough one to project. Who oh, you got? yeah. Who's taking it? I mean, uh, this is this is tough, but I'm just gonna have to go with the Saints. The Saints are the favorite, heavy favorite here, yep. and but the Panthers and Falcons are nice. I'm I'm waiting to see who out of this division becomes the number two team. Will it be the Panthers? Will it be the Falcons? 
the Falcons got their whole defense back, and the Panthers are emerging with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I I really like the uh, the Falcons as well, but I'm gonna go with the Saints just like you. So both of us got the Saints winning the division. Now for best value, let's start with the Panthers. Yes, sir, the Panthers. Who you got on the Panthers? For me, I went with another guy that I was making a lot of fun of this offseason. That's Greg Olson. But, again, I don't want Greg Olson as my dynasty tight end. But for redraft, if you're going to punt on that tight end position, Greg Olson, ADP 135, tight end 17, another really good value. He's right ahead of uh, Kyle Rudolph, it looks like. And those guys are two good ones to target if you're going to punt. Yeah, another guy I've been scooping up is Curtis Samuel, wide receiver 40 over there. Uh, I've been scooping him up all day in best ball. A deep threat receiver. He's going to put up points. He's, he's, I mean, the number two receiver here, uh, it wasn't that great of a value. He's been moving up in the boards, but he's still he's still pretty late. And at wide receiver 40, I'm, I'm liking what he can do. Um, let's go into the next team, the Falcons. We got ATL in the building. I'm going to go with Mohamed Sanu. And, uh, man, the only time I ever get to talk about Mohamed Sanu is when Brandon brings up his girlfriend. I guess the girlfriend is, uh, she, she's pretty fine, but that's the only time I ever hear anyone bring up Mohamed Sanu. So I'm bringing him up here today on the show. Uh, he is 158th ADP wide receiver 62 and the guy is super consistent good for 700 yards you can book it you know five to six touchdowns he's he's a decent spot start and um he's just a really good value being at the uh wide receiver 62 i think he outperforms calvin ridley this year no i don't think he outperforms calvin ridley but i can see it being more of a split than it was last season because calvin ridley just balled out yeah he did he had a crazy amount of touchdowns on the on the other side um handing the ball off to this guy Devonte freeman rb17 i mean he's been going in like the third fourth round in a lot of a lot of drafts and i'm i'm loving the value here this guy i mean he could be a top 10 running back easily and if you can get him to pair him with another top running back you might be winning i mean there there's an injury history there but i feel like he's not going to be pushed for um for carries like when Tevin Coleman was there these guys Ito Smith I don't know how much work he's gonna get so uh that's that's what I got for the Falcons let's go to who that who that who that nation I'm gonna go with Traquan Smith wide receiver uh second year coming into the system they're really high on him explosive wide receiver you gotta love that in the Saints offense ADP is 172 wide receiver 69 so this is according to Fantasy Pro's PPR rankings, and that's what we are going off here today. Traquan Smith looks like an incredible value, great boomer bust candidate, also good for best ball. Oh, yeah. Um, I had Traquan Smith, too. I mean, whoever the number two receiver there, yep. uh, most likely is going to be Traquan Smith. He had a couple good games last year, caught some deep balls, and hopefully just gets more work in the second year there with Drew Brees. Um, let's go to the guy with the W's that licks the W's. Eat the W's. Mr. Crab Legs, groping Uber driver, Jameis Winston, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, new head coach. New head coach, Bruce Arians. This one, another tough uh, one to project just because a lot of the pieces are going really high. 
Um, so for me, I went with the starting running back last season, who's getting no love, Peyton Barber. ADP of 147, running back 49. The guy had 250 touches last season, was a workhorse back. And even if Ronald Jones comes in and steals, you know, 50% of his work, like he's still going to have over 120 touches. And, you know, for running back 60 or 49, that that is solid. Yeah, I went with the running back position on that team too. I went with Bruce Anderson. He's he's basically RB one oh five, a super deep stash, but we'll wait out mini camp and preseason to see if he starts getting that receiving down work. Cause if he does, I mean talk about someone you can pick up really late on a pass heavy offense who will just be catching balls all day out the backfield. All right. After that we go back to a new division, the AFC West. We have made it to the AFC, folks. AFC West. We're going to start with none other than the Hard Knocks team this season. Oh, before you do that, we got the Hard Knocks team, the Raiders. We have the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos in the AFC West. Who you got to win that division? For me, I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. I know even with Ty- with Tyreek Hill out, even if he's not playing, I still got the Chiefs. Yeah, I got the Chargers winning this division. With Tyreek Hill out, I think the Chargers can maybe steal a couple wins early, a couple more wins than the Chiefs, and come out on top of that division. Yeah, that, that is a big possibility. Chargers are looking fierce. So, the Raiders. I went with Jalen Richard, pass-catching running back. We're talking about a PPR league here, these guys. Oh, we're talking about more guys from my team. More guys from your team. Oh, thank this, you. This is another guy that doesn't get the respect he deserves. He catches over 50 balls a year. And the guy is a—he's got sticky hands, man. The competition he's facing in the backfield now, Josh Jacobs coming in as a rookie from Alabama. I expect Josh to be a workhorse back by the end of the season, but Rashard can easily go in there and catch another 50 balls. And he is going really late. ADP of 183, running back 58. Um, he has standalone value as a pass catcher. If Josh Jacobs goes down, the guy becomes a workhorse. Yeah, definitely. And what what I like about pass catching backs are already established. When they bring in rookies, they usually aren't the third down guys instantly, even if they have that capability just because of the, the pass blocking they have to implement. And that's a huge down where you need someone that can pick up a linebacker. Um, my, my steal on the Raiders would be Derek Carr, QB number 25. I mean, super late. And if you guys expect uh, AB to put up another 1300 yard season i mean Derek carr's numbers are gonna go up um this is a guy throwing the ball yeah you know his numbers just they have to go up yeah Derek carr was my close second but i went with Rashard. now for the kansas city chiefs it was a little bit tougher for me i i put a question mark here because these guys all go so damn high i mean you don't have i me personally i don't really have an opportunity to draft any of them because they're just all flying off the board uh, the guy that I do get to draft occasionally is Sammy Watkins in the middle of the fifth round. I love that value, especially if Tyreek's gone. If he's there, then, hey, Sammy still has standalone value. It's not going to be what you wanted at the fifth round, but still, that's if I had to pick somebody, that's who I'm going with. Yeah, uh, the receiver position there is definitely where you can find some value. I went with Tyreek Hill, wide receiver number 77. I mean, um, if you're playing best ball right now, if you can get him in that seventh, eighth round, and he plays uh, maybe like eight games, you're getting a, a top, 
10 receiver for eight games that late. And that's, that's a huge benefit. Um, I mean, whoever, if he doesn't play, then it would be Michael Hardman or maybe Byron Pringle would be a great value. These guys are going super late and can return something with Mahomes at center. Mahomes. Uh, let's go to the next team. We got the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, sir. And for me, I went with the guy that uh, is the handcuff for uh, Melvin Gordon. Huge power running back, three down back, Justin Jackson. Um, you know, they got Austin Eckler there. He has standalone PPR value. But Melvin Gordon has been proven to get banged up. I don't think Eckler is the guy to step in and fill that position. I think Justin Jackson more fits that role. And for the price, ADP of 259, running back 73. Yeah, he's going free. Damn, like yeah. for the F. So for me, uh, you know, another team that has a bunch of superstars, hard to really pick yeah. value Why there. pay up for Eckler where you can get Jackson late? Exactly. Yeah, uh, my guy at the on that team, um, I'm going to have to go back to my team. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen, wide receiver 10. Um, he's not really a steal, but I just wanted to talk about my team. It's good value still. <laughs> I, I scooped Keenan Allen a bunch in best ball in the third round. So, honestly, like I, I'll take that value most of the time. Depending on if Amari Cooper's on the board, then I'll take him instead. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the next team. We have the Broncos, Mile High Stadium. Mile High. Yeah, this one, um, you know, there's a few different options. I went with the wide receiver. I went with, all of a sudden, Cortland Sutton, baller, reaching into the fully loaded bag with this one. He is ADP of 87, wide receiver 39. The guy is poised to be the number one wide receiver, especially with Emmanuel Sanders uh, out right now with an Achilles injury. And I think Cortland Sutton with Joe Flacco is just going to come in and get those bombs. He's going to be taking bombs, uh, 50-50 balls. And I'm excited to see Cortland Sutton's growth this year. Yeah, um, I went with the receiver position on that team, too. Uh, I went with Miles Sanders or Deshaun Hamilton. Depending on Miles Sanders, if there's news that he'll be starting or if it's going to be Deshaun Hamilton. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, sorry. Emmanuel Sanders. Um, if there's news, he'll be starting. He's been posting picture videos of him running routes in practice. Uh, it looks like uh, that's pretty much all the way back when you're running routes. Um, he's going right now in like the 12th round wide receiver they're respectively um, 56 and 57 uh, Manuel Sanders and uh, Deshaun Hamilton um, yeah I mean what a great value uh, I've been picking up in best ball in like the 12th 13th 14th round sometimes and if whoever becomes the number one receiver there is, is going to be a steal because they're all going super late uh, let's go to a new division. The AFC East, a.k.a. the Champions Den, New England Patriots. This is where they reside. I got them taking this division again. I mean, Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Patriots are easily <laughs> man. sweeping this division. They always got it easy, man. They the love AFC this division. East. Love the AFC East. And let's let's go ahead and start with them. New England Patriots, who you got? Who's the best value there? Uh, I went with DT. 
Uh, Demarius Thomas, wide receiver number 93. Sticking to his guns after everyone made fun of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Um, you got Nikhil. Whoever the wide receiver is there is going to be huge value outside of Julian Edelman. Will it be Nikhil Harry? Will it be DT? Will Josh Gordon come back? Uh, there's, there is uh, some videos out of uh, Brady practicing with Gordon. So I don't know if Gordon just comes back. I couldn't find Gordon on the wide receiver list. He's probably not on there. But if he does come back, I'm very curious what his ADP would be because that would be a, obviously a, probably a steal wherever he's going. Yeah, uh, He had like 700 yards last year in just like a 10, 11 games. So it would be great. Uh, who you got for New England? Yeah, for me, I went with a guy that was a top 10 PPR back last season, and that's James White. I recently learned that James White outperformed David Johnson last season. Oh, who who has James White, by the way? That is you as well. You got all the PPR backs. The PPR slept on, devalued guys. These guys deserve a lot more credit. James White, also younger than David Johnson, I learned last night when I traded for David Johnson in another league. And James White is, uh, you know, ADP 64, running back 27. What? Like, that? that's just ridiculous. The guy was a top 10 PPR back last season. Number seven in our league. Yeah, number seven in most leagues that are PPR, you know. So I just, I expect him to maybe fall from there, but not all the way down to the 20s. I think James White is capable of being a uh, borderline RB1 in our league. You think he's going to do the same thing he did last year? You you have to remember, though, Edelman was out at the beginning of the year. He was getting a lot of work during that time. Oh, yeah, but also you got Sonny Michelle getting a knee scope. He uh, had a knee injury, and he had to get a procedure done on that to clean it up. Other than that, you got Damien Harris coming in, but another rookie running back. I just expect James White to continue, especially if, like you said, Josh Gordon isn't there, and it's just Nikhil Harry being out there by himself. You know, there's no Gronk. There's going to be a lot of vacated targets. Oh, there definitely will. Yeah, I agree. And James White, I mean, I'm not saying he'll be RB7, but he will definitely be better than RB27. I'll bet on that. Yeah, that's for sure, man. (laughs) And that's why my team's coming back to the championship. Yeah, it's not because of Todd Zilla. It's because of James White. Oh, it's because of Todd Zilla (laughs) and James White. All right, but let's go to the next team. Next team, we got the New York Jets. Um, coming in on the New York Jets, my best value was Sam Darnold, QB number 23. Um, if you're playing in 2QB league, not a bad second QB to have, and he's going super late. I mean, I feel like he can outperform his ADP. He had the emergence of Robbie Anderson with him last year. They added Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell is a receiving back. If that could add maybe another 500 receiving yards out of the backfield to Sam Darnold's stats, um, he could have a great season next year with his second season uh, playing football. Who you got for the Jets? Yeah, I love the outlook for Sam. That's why I went with the wide receiver who's being slept on. Uh, new acquisition for them. Sir, you having that chunky clam chowder? Yep. Looks like real New England rot. Yep. They say it's got chunks of clams and potatoes so big you can eat it with a fork. Yep. They say it's so loaded with good solid food, it's a soup that eats like a meal. Yep. New England clam chowder from Chunky. The soup that eats like a meal. The soup that eats like a meal. We're going with Clam Crowder, baby. The new acquisition slot receiver for Sam Darnold. 
They expect him to catch 60, 70 to 80 balls next season. And I mean, in, in a PPR league, that is gold. You want those receptions. And, you know, if he is getting those chunks like that chunky clam chowder, he, he can easily go for 800 yards, 60 catches. And that is not bad considering he's being drafted as wide receiver 57, 146 overall ADP. Give me that clam crowder. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you think he's going to be fighting for targets there, though, with Quincy Anua kind of in that same type of area? Chris Herndon. Then you have Le'Veon Bell. I'm not sure how much targets there are to go around on this team, but I like Crowder. I mean, you can't go wrong if he's taking all the, the slot targets. Inunua, he's more of a red zone threat. He's a big guy. Robbie Anderson's a burner. He's going to be competing there with Le'Veon Bell for sure and Chris Herndon, who should be suspended the first two games. But I think that you don't go out and pay for a slot receiver like Cram, Clam Crowder unless you're going to use the guy. So should be interesting to watch how those targets get distributed. Yeah, but, I'm excited for Sam Darnold with all these weapons yeah, they gave him. Yeah. We'll, he could make a huge turnaround for the Jets this year. Yes, yeah, Sam was a good choice. Now let's jump to... Buffalo, we're going to the Bills. I chose running back, rookie at that, Devin Singletary, because his ADP, according to Fantasy Pros, is 206 for the PPR ranks, running back 65. You know, that that running back corp looks wide open. LaShawn McCoy still going through an investigation, still has an unknown future with the Bills, really, and uh, they picked up Frank Gore. They picked up TJ Yeldon. It's going to be really crowded in the beginning, but I think by the end of the year, Devin Singletary, they'll have to see what they got in him. So Yeah, I like that pick. I mean, I would have went with Devin Singletary too with the way he, he just looks. When I, when I did my pre-draft running back rankings, I believe it was like my two or three running back uh, coming into this year. I really like the way he plays. He had that patient step type, type of Le'Veon Bell type of vision. And I'm excited to see him on the field this year. But for the Bills, I went with John Brown, wide receiver number 50. Um, if 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 you have Josh Allen running around the backfield making plays, this guy is the deep threat on the team. And he likes throwing the ball deep. And he Josh Allen can throw it really far. Yeah, so, he, uh, he could be a sleeper for sure. But, uh, yeah, let's go on to the next team. We got... Miami, we stay in the mansion when we in Miami. The sheets of Versace, the pillow of Versace, I just won a Grammy. Yeah, and, and we're shooting dice at the Bellagio, Ooh, man. you already know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. Kalen Bellage, ADP of 156, running back 54. The Cheese and I both, we probably both like the opportunity there. Let's be real. You got a new coach there. He's going to be looking to run the ball. He's a defensive-minded guy. Uh, you know, Ken, um, Kenyon Drake is more of a pass catching back, and I think Kalen Balaj is, you know, he he looks like he could become the two, uh, the starting back, the first two down back there at least. Yeah, what is what is Kalen Balaj going? He is going running back fifty four and one hundred and fifty six overall ADP. Yeah, talk about late man for someone that can be a starting running back exactly. in the NFL. Uh, what a steal. Yep. Let's break divisions. Let's go to the. AFC North. In the AFC North, we have the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and Bengals. This one's actually really close for the division winner. 
Um, but who do you have? I know Vegas has. You know, I got the Browns. Yeah, I'm going with Baker, shake and bake, baby. The, uh, this team looks great on paper, and I just think that they're going to uh, they're gonna kill it. Yeah, the Browns are a high favorite this year. Too much of a favorite. That's why I like this, uh, the Ravens. They're plus 3,300 Vegas odds to win the Super Bowl. I think that can return some value. I mean, you do have uh, you do have Lamar Jackson with the second year. Uh, all, a whole bunch of explosive players on this team. They did beat the Browns just by like they beat a lot of teams last year. I mean, Lamar Jackson was six and one when he came in as a starter, and uh, they they were very close in that Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. They. They beat the Browns. They beat the Steelers. So I you mean, got the Ravens. I got the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these guys could go deep in the Alrighty. AFC. Alrighty, so, let's go to the Browns. Uh, who you got for best value? <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I got the Joker, and. David Njoku for the Browns, high-powered offense, someone that can be left alone, one-on-one coverage, and he is incredibly athletic as a tight end. And he, I could see him taking a lot of balls you know, deep or getting a lot of touchdowns because he's very fast and he could be wide open in the middle when the, they're so worried about Callaway, Odell Beckham Jr., all the other pieces that they have. David Njoku, ADP of 88 overall, tight end 9, so... Still in that tight end one range, but he has potential to be a top five tight end return. Yeah, on uh, on the Browns, I'm with the running back position. I went deep. I went with Duke Johnson. I mean, they're talking about training this guy, but if he starts the season, he gets that receiving back role. That'll be that'll be massively valuable on a team that's projected to be a high scoring team with Baker coming into a second year. Uh, Nick Chubb's not receiving back. I mean, I feel like Duke Johnson is going to be on the field a lot. And catching targets from Baker, it's a valuable position. Um, running back 54 is super late, and I think you can get a lot of value picking up Duke Johnson. All right, let's go with the Ravens. Who you got? For the Ravens, I went with Mark Andrews, tight end, ADP of 164, good for tight end 20. He showed flashes of top five potential. He made a lot of interesting stat lists. I saw this offseason just incredible uh, production for the rookie season from a tight end, which is rare. And yeah, I like the, you know, the value there. Tight end 20, uh, overall ADP of 164 can easily be tight end one. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's favorite target last year. Uh, he, he beasted last year. But I'm going to have to go with their new receiver. I'm going with Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you know we got that bet. Hollywood versus uh, Landry. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I love where Hollywood's going. I've been scooping up all day in best ball in, like, the 14th round. And talking about whoever the number one receiver is for the Ravens is going to have some value. I expect Lamar Jackson to have, like, a 2,500 passing yard season. I mean, Mark Andrews going to get some work. But these receivers have to get work, too. And who's going to be that guy? Most likely the guy they paid up for. So I got Hollywood. Yes, sir. Now for next team, we're going to Pittsburgh, going to the Steelers. And I went with a wide receiver that I got for the free during our draft, James Washington. ADP overall of 132, wide receiver 53. Steelers have been known to feed two wide receivers that are capable of being wide receiver ones. 
at worst wide receiver twos. And James Washington was highly drafted last season, second round. This season, I expect him to come make a big jump now that he has the opportunity. Yeah, talking about a, a whole bunch of value, man. Um, ben Roethlisberger always pits up. Look at Juju last year. He's the number two receiver. Yep. And, and James Washington get a fraction of that. What a steal he'll be. I also went with James Washington. So that's it for the Steelers. Next team, we have the Bengals with the new head coach. We got the Bengals. Zach Taylor coming from the uh, McVay tree. I went with a, a running back, Gio Bernard who is like forgotten there. But last season when Mixon missed time, he was balling out of control. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, my gosh. He was going crazy. And that tells me this guy has not only standalone value as a pass catcher, but if Mixon goes down, he's proven to be able to step up into that role. So Yeah, do you think uh, with the additions of uh, Rodney Anderson or and who's the other guy they got there? Um well, they William, drafted Travion Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think those guys would possibly get some of that work? They could. I don't think this year though. It's it's one of those things where I think Gio Bernard has the backup role locked up this year, and also has the receiving work that Mixon doesn't get locked up. But I do think uh, maybe after this season, Rodney Anderson could step in there and be a great value. But for me, this season, Gio Bernard ADP overall of 191, running back 61. So I just think that, you know, we've seen the guy ball out when he gets the opportunity, and he can have his own standalone value. We've seen that too. Yeah, I could have went with A.J. Green here. He is a third-round pick who can deliver top 10 upside. But I had to go a tight end position with Tyler Eifert, tight end number 26. Uh, slept on, hurt for the last couple seasons, but um, uh, a top tight end draft pick um, from the NFL draft. And... When he's on the field, he usually puts up points, and I, I expect this guy to get some work in tight end 26. He could fall into that tight end one range if he can play all season. Yep, I like that for sure, and I'm rooting for him. Absolutely, another Tyler. You know, go Tylers all around go the world. <laughs> so we got our last division, AFC South in the building, and, you know, we got Colts, Texans, Jaguars, Titans. Pretty competitive division here. For the winner of the division, ooh, it's tough, but I'm going to go with the Colts. Um, I, I think two of these teams make the playoffs, though. Yeah, I, I'm sure two of these teams will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, the But the second team, I mean, I went with the Colts, too. But the second team here, the Texans or Jaguars. I The Jaguars are also a, uh, what, a year removed, two years, is it a year or two years removed? Two. Two years removed mm-hmm. from the AFC uh, championship game against the Patriots, where um, it was a very close game. They still have the same type of defense. They got an upgraded quarterback. Um, they they have emerging wide receivers. Uh, they could make a big splash here in the AFC. Yep. So let's talk about the AFC and where we could find value. Well, let's go to the Colts. For the Colts. That's not good manners. Well, you notice our Heinz. Here, taste it. Heinz Ketchup. I'm going with Heinz. Naeem Heinz, running back. And uh, the guy caught a ton of balls last season as a rookie. 
Um, you know, Marlon Mack is capable of catching balls there, but I don't expect him to go over 30 or 40. That leaves Naeem Hines to have some standalone value catching over 50 balls, similar to like a Jalen Richard or uh, Austin Eckler. And he's going ADP of 113, running back 40. Another guy that's like if, if uh, Marlon Mack gets injured, he's been injury prone. Naeem Hines has shown us he can step in and do well. Well, I feel like he's just the pass catching back there. He has that James White role, and if he can play anything, he's with the top quarterback. If he can play anything like James White there, it's going to be a huge plus for that team. This team just also got a, a slew of wide receivers. I had to go with Devin Funchess, wide receiver number 51, a huge target in the red zone, and the big guy they've been looking for on the outside to, to make those possession receiving plays, the, the Alshon Jeffrey of the Colts. And um, yeah, he's still young too, guys. Twenty-four years old. Oh People yeah. Always overlook him. He was in a tough offense to catch balls. Let's be real. Cam Newton. He hasn't been the same, and he doesn't really. He's not able to support a wide receiver like that since Kelvin Benjamin. So, yeah, Devin Funches has an opportunity to show us what he's about. Yeah, this is this will be his year. And um, at wide receiver fifty-one, you can get him pretty late in drafts. And if he can play anything like Alshon. He can move up to the wide receiver 30 range next year. Um, let's go to the next team. For the next team, I'll go ahead and start Houston Texans. This is my George Foreman family-sized grill that says no, it it. It's my George Foreman griddle that cooks pancakes. No. It's my George Foreman bacon oven and it's making No, pizza. no, no. It's actually my omelet maker that makes no, delicious. No, it isn't. It's a grill. Griddle. Omelet bacon oven. down, guys. You're all right. It's my G5 with five removable cooking plates, so it makes all of your favorite foods and it knocks off the fat. The George Foreman G5. It's the next grilleration. The Foreman. Yeah, I'm going with the G5. I like that nickname. <laughs> we got the George Foreman Grill G5. Deontay Foreman, baby. ADP of 136, running back 45. This man suffered an Achilles injury. I don't think we've ever seen a running back come back from an injury like this. I'm rooting for him. And for the price, you can too. He's cheap. How much is the George Foreman Grill going for? He's going for 136 overall. Good for running back 45. 45 for the G32? For the G32, the G5 for the 45. Oh, nice. That's lovely price <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, I had to go with the tight end position. I'm not sure who's going to be tight end here on this team, but if, if we have Jordan Thomas at tight end, tight end 39 right now, he's going basically free, and uh, that whoever's there at tight end is, is super late. You can pick him up. He has a great quarterback, uh, top three quarterback in the NFL, and this guy's going to put up points and talk about a flyer for your last pick in the draft. Yep, yep. I, I do like that. Tight ends, tight, uh, Texans tight end could be very valuable. All right, next team, we have Saxonville. Saxonville. And you can't pick the defense in this uh, challenge here. So I went with a wide receiver who we talked about. Um, could be a very valuable position for them. Uh, Nick Foles loves throwing to the wide receivers. And I went with someone who's making incredible catches in practice right now, and that's Keelan Cole out there impressing. And he is good for ADP, 260 overall, wide receiver 94. I mean, that's beyond free. That's like pay me to pick him up type stuff. But I think he could easily give you a return on investment in even this year. But, uh, yeah, I, I love Keelan Cole for redraft. 
he he could be a great wide receiver value for you. Yeah, the Jaguars were putrid last year. They were they were one of the worst teams in the league, and this whole team has fantasy value. You could get Nick Foles, QB number twenty-eight. Um, what a Nick Foles, man! This guy last year, he he takes he comes in at the end of every year, takes the team to the playoffs, takes them on playoff run, and he could do that for the Jags this year. I mean, like you say, he has a whole plethora of weapons. Um, and then outside of outside of Foles, you also have Leonard Fournette going in the third round. That's also he could return some type of value. He he was a, a top ten running back very recently, but this whole team I feel like is undervalued. Everyone on the Jaguars is undervalued with the season they had last year. Do you, do you feel like anyone is is too much on the Jaguars? I mean, they're pretty cheap. Um, Leonard Fournette would be the only candidate to say that it you know he's he's a little bit expensive, but other than that, now nah, they're all super cheap. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go on to our last team. We got the Tennessee Titans. Yes, sir. And uh, who'd you take? Uh, Tennessee Titans. I took Deion Lewis, running back number forty-four. Um, they they were splitting carries for a while. They couldn't really figure out a way to use Deion Lewis. Uh, the offense wasn't really moving. But this is another team that looked pretty bad last season with Mariota in and out of games, and with Mariota healthy all year, the running backs there should get work. I mean, it could be. Derrick Henry just taking all the work, but if Deion Lewis could return some value at RB44, uh, if he's the pass-catching guy, I think that's going to be some great value you can get late in the draft. Uh, who, you got for, who you got for the Titans? Yeah, for me, I went with Delaney Walker. You know, Jonu Smith didn't show a ton last season. He was able to make some big chunk plays, but I know if Delaney was there, they would prefer him. So I'm going to go with Delaney Walker. He's extremely cheap for the tight end position. If you plan on punting, someone to target for sure. This is another team that was really bad last year. Usually these bad teams, they're they're all going pretty out pretty late in their positions compared to the other teams and uh, a lot of steals on the Titans. Oh yeah, now it's time to dive in to the mailbag. Mailbag, mailbox. The mail pile the amazon prime delivery questions we're gonna check them in i mean we didn't get a ton this episode unfortunately fellas we'd love you to send any type of question regarding fantasy football in uh but let's go ahead and go to our question 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 of the day one day shipping questions This one coming from the commissioner himself. He wants to know, who will be your biggest hyped player to bust? So he wants to know, out of all the hyped players there are, so probably the first two rounds is what he's thinking, who's going to bust out of those first two rounds? Well, I mean, a lot of people are starting to fade Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley could be a bust if he sits. I mean, there's a lot of questions about his health. And if he does have any knee problems, and if that happens maybe week four, what a bust that will be if you pick him up in the first or second round. I mean, who do you have of the top two rounds that is 
very bust likely. I got Todd Gurley. I would also consider James Conner. You got Conner. Todd Gurley. That's w- your pick? No, I mean, with the chance to bust, yes. Um, outside of that, I would have James Conner, yeah. um, who is looking, their reports saying they're going to use split backfield. And unlike last year where he was getting most of the work, if they split that work, he's going to fall outside that top 10 running back range yeah i'm with you that's who i was going to go with is james connor i had jalen samuels uh, in the playoffs last season the guy was catching eight balls consistently and at a high rate he was you know catching eight of nine targets seven of eight targets eight of eight so the guy was balling out of control Someone so shark that, asked the question and we talk about shark squad yeah we talk about shark squad yeah so james connor for me that's the one that uh i would look at in those first two rounds that i'm steering away from i don't think i have any shares of him in best ball either yeah i've been avoiding him um i mean todd Gurley is a huge risk but I, i'll take the risk all the right. risk is worth the reward yeah, for sure. I mean, you would know of all people because you rode him to a championship. Now, let's go with our last question of the day. I've got a hangover. Who knows what that means? Does that mean you're drunk? <laughs> no. It means I was drunk yesterday. And he wants to know who's going to be the worst team in the tank this season. I know we've talked about this. The answer has changed throughout the off season, especially with all the trades. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Marv wants to know who's got the best shot of becoming last. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. There's a lot of teams making moves. There's a lot of teams getting rid of players. But who has a big shot of being last? Hmm. Who you got, Tyler? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the Kung Fu Panda. And I think he's trying to get last by design. I think this is something he is trying to do. He's tanking. He's tanking. He's not. You are free to eat. Am I? Are you? He's not feasting. He's fasting. Yeah, he's fasting for sure. It's so interesting how you could go from the championship game to favorite to be last in one (laughs) offseason. Yeah, uh, Panda has a lot of rookies, but a lot of people think these rookies are going to perform, so I'm just going to have to go with. Wow, the, look at that. Former champ thinks Game Zini's going to get the last place. I think the Game Zini might be broke, man, because there's a lot of rookies on that team, and you might have to wait a year or two for these guys to start performing. I mean, I like this guy's team, but there's a good chance of, uh, of failing to the back, yeah. wearing the shirt of shame. I mean, with Sony going down, depending on how serious that injury is, I could definitely see Zini having a rough season. But that is all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Shark Tank Dynasty. And we'll catch y'all next time. Yee yee. All right.